0: hey what's the problem what with the car what's the problem just get out of my fucking face who are you we're stealing the fucking car what's it to you it's my car (laughs) how you going to die everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 68. Two more until 70. Seven more until 75. Then hold on, let me do the math here. Math! 32 until we get 100. <laughs> and I think I, I'm, I'm hoping we're going to be able to do that this year, get to the 100th episode. We uh, will, we totally will. Yeah.
1: It's only... What month is it? March. <laughs> it's been winter for about nine years. Yeah, seriously.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were off last week, and I didn't feel like doing an episode alone. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. It's not like I couldn't do it or anything, geez. No,
1: I know. I'm, I wasn't being sarcastic. Oh,
0: okay. It's hard to tell sometimes. I know. Sometimes even <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, some of the stuff that we have seen lately... Uh, a little bit older, a little newer. Mm-hmm. Our movie of the week is actually a new movie, too. But uh-huh. let's go into some of the stuff that we saw. Uh, we finally got to see Hellfest. Yes. Which is available to rent on Amazon Prime. And it's about a mass serial killer who turns a like a, a horror-themed amusement park in his own personal playground, <laughs> terrorizing a group of friends. Uh, while all the rest of the patrons are there, too, because he's wearing a costume and... People are acting like they're getting murdered and stuff. It's, mm-hmm. And then, I guess in the uh, in this part too, there's a part uh, where you the actors can actually touch the uh, participants at this Hellfest.
1: Yeah, you have to sign a disclaimer and everything, and like, nope.
0: Yeah. Right no. away. Nope. Yeah, nope, yeah, nope. Nope. No, no, nope. No, Don't no, touch no. me. I actually one time I performed in one of those haunted. It was like a haunted trail thing. Oh really? Yeah, it was like in high funny. school or no? I was out of high school by okay. then.
1: <laughs> were you, you were n- probably explicitly told not to touch anyone.
0: No, never. No one ever touched. Wow. No, and I touched a guy. Actually, I kind of pushed him, but yeah, they liked it though.
1: I wouldn't. I probably. Well, that's grab why, why I pushed the and guy. I didn't pull as hard as I could.
0: Oh, <laughs> Geez, <laughs> it's not real. I mean, I mean, not if
1: you were my husband, but like, no, this you like were a, wearing a mask, I don't know. This
0: is a big fella. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, come on. What was he going to do, beat me up? The rest of the people, the staff there?
1: <laughs> Dear everyone, yeah. don't touch me. I think Love I, got, I
0: got paid in like a hot dog and a Coke. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's adorable.
0: Well, I would rather eat a hot dog and a Coke than watch this movie again. It wasn't all that great. yeah who gives a shit about the end, and yeah, it's just, it's directionless crap.
1: Right, we wanted to see, I mean, I wanted to see it in the theaters, because it was rated R, and you know, that's kind of a rarity Right. Yeah. horror true. movies. When did it come out, like September?
0: Something or? like that, yeah. September, October.
1: So I was like, yay, but yeah, very mediocre, paint my numbers. Now, the first kill did surprise me, but I also thought, if they kill this guy first, it'll surprise me, and right, maybe yeah. I'll like this movie, and they did. yeah. But then nothing else after yeah, that yeah,
0: surprised
1: yeah. me. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah, C minus, yeah, D plus.
0: Don't waste your time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or do whatever. I mean, we paid for it. I wouldn't do that. But yeah. it, when it, once it's free on Amazon Prime,
0: do it. Yeah, might as well. It, yeah, it's just one of those movies that's a holdover until something good comes out. Yeah, that's what I'll, I'll classify it as. Mm-hmm. Another movie that should have stayed dead. <laughs> <laughs> Death wish.
1: Now I'm surprised that you think that. This we're talking about the reboot of Death yeah, wish, the Yeah, the
0: Eli Roth, Bruce Willis was what that uh, what's her faces in there too. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue. Shue,
1: Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah.
0: Nah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I, but it's just why? You know what? Stop, yeah. stop. Stop stop. Remaking fucking Bronson movies, like first with The Mechanic and now we got the fucking Death Wish.
1: There's no need. My dad was like, Bruce Willis, how much money do you need? And I said, well, you just had a baby like five years ago. (laughs) She's got to go to college. Great. So he gets (laughs) to
0: mug through some other fucking movie. Great. It's not all that great. Nothing like the original at all. The original's fucking gritty and shit. This one's just... It's new. It's a new movie in a new era. So, but
1: you're right. It's pretty vanilla compared yes. to
0: the Jez Branson <laughs> namesake.
1: And also, so <clears throat> I said this about Knock Knock. Uh, this was an odd time to do a movie that celebrates gun violence. Just like Knock Knock was an odd time to do a movie that victimizes a rich white man like yeah. Eli. I do not think you have your finger on the pulse of society right now. I'm not sure you ever did, but especially now.
0: Probably not, especially with Green Inferno. Um, with all the cannibalism going on. Yeah, no, not, <laughs> I will actually defend Green Inferno. Because
1: people, uh, what did they, they said something about how it glorifies... Um,
0: Tribes and like...
1: Yeah, the the... Uh, cannibalistic tribes or something like that. Or, I can't even remember what he said, but what he said was... Or glorifies violence Indigenous like people. Like, right. It
0: was, yeah, kind of giving them a bad name. Like,
1: right. Well, but what he said about it was, how dare you think that a movie like mine would actually... I'm sorry, you guys. I'm going to find the quote so and <laughs> comment on this post. Because it was really good. It was one of those moments where I was like, God damn it, Eli Roth. You're right. <laughs> I
0: hate it when we agree.
1: So Green Inferno, I didn't like it, but I'll defend it. Maybe you
0: <laughs> just like him in writing. Maybe if he just read everything, Maybe. then it would be a lot better.
1: Yeah. But sometimes even when he interviews, I'm like, "Ah, oh, God damn it, Eli Roth. <laughs> That's a good point.
0: So Death yeah. Wish, no. Nah.
1: C minus D plus nah, for me.
0: Yeah, <sighs> To stop. Much Amazon Action Prime instead. Yeah. I gotta start. You know, I gotta come back. Yeah,
1: you didn't have one. Yeah, I this didn't have. Week. I didn't
0: have time this this week, but <laughs> I will have one next week. Definitely. I have a long list of shit to do off there. And they put Invasion USA back on Amazon Prime, so I definitely. got Oh check yeah,
1: that out. that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go
0: nuts. No, I will. I mean, so fucking Norse. Our other movie that we saw, we actually saw this one in the theater, and yes, we did go to one of those lounge theaters the dine-in mm-hmm. dine-in theaters and it was wonderful it was great it is it was so nice and the movie was even good too which helps out the experience yeah. happy death day to you mm-hmm. uh, the sequel to happy death day
1: which you understandably weren't excited about just because no. you thought that should end where it ended yes yeah and i
0: and i, I like the first one a lot actually mm-hmm. i think the main actor in it she's she's Fucking awesome. Her name's uh, Jessica Roth. Roth, yeah. She's awesome in that movie, and she's good in this one, too. She
1: is. And I think I made a joke when we talked about Happy Death Day on the podcast, and I made a joke that she's probably going to do a Nicholas Sparks movie, and then she did. Yeah, she did. I predicted it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: but I hope that she starts to do other stuff, because she's great. Yeah, she, she's funny. She is the reason to watch this movie.
0: And they brought a lot more of the supporting cast into this movie a bit more and gave them more meat, yeah, And this wasn't necessarily a horror movie anymore. This is more of like a science fiction movie. They did like a kind of a, yeah. a 180 on that instead of a slasher. Now it's a time travel movie. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a
1: sci-fi comedy. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool.
1: I did too. It had a lot of heart in it too. Yeah, I got a did. little misty. It's not Aww. hard to make me do that, but
0: <laughs> I not even want
1: to call my mom.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Death Day to you call mom <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yeah i give this one an a uh
0: yeah i give it i give it a high i like a b plus it's not as good as the first one no but the 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 actors who came back are it was cool how they fleshed them out more and just made them a little more of a center to this story than it was just with the tree agree yeah, yeah. mm-hmm Another movie that we watched that I haven't seen in a long time, but Jesslyn likes this movie, and we actually watched it on your birthday, didn't we?
1: We did. On my birthday, we watched it, because I turned 39. I'm not afraid to say it. It happened. Yep. So we watched City Slickers. Right. Which is all about Billy Crystal turning 39, Mm -hmm. coming to kind of a crisis in his life, and then he goes on vacation with his two best friends, uh, played by Daniel Stern and Bruno Kirby. Where they're, it's not a dude ranch, it's an actual ranch where they learn how to herd cattle. And they take these cattle from Colorado to California, I Something think. like that, Something yeah. that, They take them far. Through the desert.
0: Yeah, through through a bunch of different parts yeah. of the, the, the North America, it seems like.
1: Yeah. So I'm always nervous to go back to movies from the 80s and 90s that I haven't seen in a really long time. It's, even, like, in my 20s. It was, like, even in my 20s, I was not woke at all. So watching it <laughs> at 39... I was sort of scared, and I'm happy to report that this held up. What What are your thoughts on this movie?
0: I I thought this movie is when I was younger. Uh, I thought it was okay, and mm-hmm. there were parts that made me laugh. But now uh, watching it twenty some years later, right? Um, it's just not as funny to me. I think it's, it was aimed at a different audience, at yes. the audience of of a twelve year old me who saw it or ten year old me,
1: or thirty nine year old men in nineteen ninety one. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah they're all drinking buddies. We should go on a dude ranch. Right. Yeah. But yeah, um, I just wasn't a big fan of this movie nor either its sequel. Uh, I, I just never think even kinda, saw the sequel, yeah. It, it's just kind of cheesy to me. There's, I think Billy Crystal's funny in it. I think mm-hmm. some of the lines are funny and situations are. But after seeing it again, I, it just didn't elicit the same laughs when it did the first time.
1: Me too. I mean, definitely me too. I don't think either one of us laughed out loud very many times at no, all. No, no. But I mean, in terms of like the things that don't hold up from movies from the 80s and 90s, I did my scale. May yeah. I?
0: Yeah, go. So, see your scale.
1: In my last, in our last podcast, our last podcast. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, you know, considering the state of the nation, and uh, I was thinking about the Oscars at that time. I was interested in going back to old movies and rating them according to some new scales. So, on a scale of one to ten, one being the best, they did they did not offend. Mm-hmm. Ten being the worst. Just I can't believe you went there, even in the nineties. White savior, white savior Scale, 0 out of 10. It's not terribly diverse, but it's not not diverse. Mm-hmm. And there's no white dude savoring everybody. Ethnic Stereotype Scale, I give it 1 half out of 10 for Barry and Irish Shalowitz.
0: So wait, that's wait. That's part
1: of the joke. I mean, they're just like these two old Jewish guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're the, the knockoff Ben and Jerry guys. Right?
1: Yeah, that's exactly who they are. So 1 half point <laughs> half out of 10. The, okay. Misogyny scale, 1 out of 10, just because there aren't very many women in it. Which, But that's also the point. Mm-hmm. And the cowboys are really gross to Bonnie, who's one of the main characters, who goes on this vacation with them. But the other men save her, and they don't expect anything in return. In fact, when she thanks Mitch, the main character, Billy Crystal, he barely accepts the thank you. He just says, I'm married. I'm, I'm married.
0: <laughs> so 1 out
1: of 10. Yeah, homophobia scale, 0 out of 10. Mm-hmm. homoerotic scale zero out of ten which is weird for a male bonding movie I think yeah um I also added a category called the men we've lost along the way scale Aww. and that's a one out of ten cause Jeffrey Tambor is in it for about ten minutes
0: oh yeah he is in it for about yeah, yeah. Uh.
1: the men we've lost along the way goodbye Jeffrey Tambor yeah
0: no one else has done anything, sh- anything shitty in, the, in those group of guys no that not that I've of? heard
1: Bruno Kirby unfortunately died very young yeah he did <laughs> So didn't have a chance to, I guess. And uh, no, nobody else. Everybody's good.
0: I always liked him in Basketball Diaries. Yeah, he was good in that.
1: It, yeah, but it's disappointing. I mean, the, his character. His character, is amazing. Yeah. 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 No, he's great. He's great and amazing. Yeah, his yeah.
0: character is a piece of crap, but yeah, yes. he makes the character great though. Mm-hmm. He's really good in that. Yeah. That's, that's an over. That's an underrated movie. I think. I actually, I think I Isn't saw it? that in high school.
1: Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> it is is a good it underrated? I, I like think it's underrated. Okay. I do. Well, yeah, it's very sad. Bruno <clears throat> Kirby died of, I think, cancer very young, so <clears throat> that's too bad.
0: I think Marky Mark actually is, is underrated in that movie. He is. He's fucking That's great. true. And that's, like, one of the only good roles he's ever done. That and, like, Fear, maybe, and then he kind of just, yeah, he's...
1: But Pete Davidson just recently reminded me that he beat the shit out of an old Vietnamese man to the point where he was blinded in one eye. Oh, shit. Oh. So, oh, we haven't lost him. But maybe we should.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about Marky Mark anyway? Yeah,
1: people. People do. Well, fuck them too. Oh. <laughs> but any, Pete Davidson said something about not going to see Daddy's Home 3. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Anywho. Uh, anywho, think about um, other things that kind of suck. We watched another Shudder movie, which he we did. It's called Don't Leave Home. And I like to rename it, Don't Fucking Watch This.
1: They can't all be winners on No, Shutter. they can't all
0: be winners. <laughs> and this one definitely isn't. Um, it's really boring. Yes. I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know like, why all these entitled people are fucking getting so upset about things. I, I just didn't care all that much. Uh, it's about a woman who makes this diorama that um, is based on an urban legend about this priest who painted a picture of this little girl and she disappeared after yeah. he did it and they all kind of blame this this priest and after she makes this diorama it actually leaks online and they find her and then she goes to ireland or where was that where it's, we, in, it's ireland. in ireland yeah it's set she, in
1: ireland because it's the same guy from uh devil's doorway right yeah he's a priest in that too
0: yeah that's his Every single role he does now as a priest. <laughs> well, he does it well, so shit. He does. Okay, like why not? Uh, yes. So, yeah, that's... Um, he, she goes there to make... To actually give them that project and to make another one for a them. A commission, yeah. commission, right. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of really just strange around her. And it just didn't work. And I never got... Like, uh, motivations for certain characters, for, like, the woman who lives with the priest and takes care of him or watches him. I never got that, her motivation for why she was doing the things she was doing.
1: Agreed. It's so confusing how aggressive and cruel she is, right? right.
0: It's just, yeah. Yeah, who cares? You what know? is your
1: problem? That's what I kept... And then I kept thinking, like, there. I glance at my phone sometimes. <laughs> sometimes? So, so I thought I was like, wow, I'm really not paying attention to this. But then when you were like, what the hell is going on right now? I thought, oh no, I'm totally attention to this. I know what's happening. It's just not that interesting or good.
0: Don't leave home. Yeah. Yeah, Don't bother.
1: Yeah. Or do...
0: Don't. No. Don't. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: helping. I'm helping here.
1: You said that you didn't want to shit on movies. I
0: don't want to shit on movies. And and I'm not shitting on it, really. If I wanted to shit on it, then I would really just go in on all okay. the horrible parts of it. But I'm just saying, I'm being actually kind of being nice about it okay. by just saying not seeing it instead of dragging the whole movie through the mud. And that's the difference. <laughs> You're, <right. laughs> You're never
1: going to get that hour and 32 minutes of your life back. That's true.
0: Speaking about hour and 30 minutes of my life, <laughs> we revisited another movie from the past that I actually saw in the theater in high school. Uh, it's nineteen ninety eight. The Faculty, mm-hmm. which I still really enjoy. This movie, uh, I, I, I guess it's a, a somewhat nostalgia because I did see it in high school, and it was like a, I got a sneak preview to see it too a few days before it came out, so that was really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, yeah, I just thought the action was really cool in it. There's a, it's by Robert Rodriguez, so it was a cool break to see him not do a, like a Desperado movie. Yeah. Or from dusk dawn, kind of film. It was, you know, it was something different. It was an alien film, something of which I really didn't see him him do before. So it was, yeah. it was cool to see him, and uh, it, was, it was written by what's his face who did all the um...
1: David Wechter. No, no, he oh. um,
0: the who wrote the script. Kevin Williamson actually wrote. Oh the script yes, for wrote it. the script. I'm sorry. Who did Scream and uh, Dawson's Creek? Everything. Really. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I said <clears throat> it's never a movie. I mean, I've said about the 90s, I was, like, hungry for horror movies, because you can't... There weren't very... I mean, there were more than you think, but not as many as, like, the 80s. So it's never a movie that I chose, but I've seen it a ton of times. And I'll admit, I like it more and more every time I see it. I liked it a lot more this time. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. I... I still like it as much as I did when I I first saw it. it. It's... It's a cool little monster movie. I like it. Yeah. Check it out.
1: It's I'd agree. <laughs> Definitely check it out. It's available on Shutter right now. I do always think it's stupid. Like, Famke Jamson, they put old lady glasses on her and gave her short bangs, and we're all led to believe that Famke Jamson isn't a goddess. Yeah. And then they take the glasses off, and you're like, oh my god, Famke oh. Jamson's
0: hot. <laughs> that was with all those <laughs> movies, though, from the 90s. I like, know. Like, oh, the, the ugly girl with Overalls and glasses, right? And yeah, that was usual, Rachel. Oh, crap. The paint on them. She's or, all that. I yeah, forget. wasn't it?
1: <laughs> Rachel. Crap. What is that actress's name?
0: Oh, uh, who cares? It doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. mixing the put glasses and
1: overalls on her, and you're like, oh, she's ugly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> so, faculty, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Our movie of the week is the 2018 film Heavy Trip, and it is available for free on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. So, um, this is one of the films that we passed up at the Cinepocalypse Film Festival, and now I'm upset that we did because we ended up skipping all the ones that won awards. And I'm still pissed about it. Most of them, yes, because Satan's Slaves was one of them. Uh, The Captain was another one.
1: Yeah, we still haven't seen that one. Yeah.
0: Shit. And then, yeah, we had, you know, fuck it, we we're going to check that one out later this week. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then this movie, Heavy Trip, and this one is about, uh, it takes place in Finland, and it's about these heavy metal dudes who've been practicing in a band for 12 years now, possibly have a, uh, a chance to play, uh, at this festival in Norway. hmm And, um... Uh, this movie was was pretty good, and uh, I was really surprised about it. And I skipped it for certain reasons. The main reason was is that I thought they were going to make fun of these characters, these heavy metal characters, and they're just going to make them out to be caricatures. And it's exactly what they didn't do. Uh, they did a really good job of doing like making them human and yes. not making them a sideshow, a joke, and they were. They they reminded me of actual metal guys that I've met before, and I know. So, uh, but yeah, you uh, you want to chime in with the character? Uh,
1: I mean, I do think it sort of makes fun of metal guys, but you're absolutely right. Yes. It humanizes them. You definitely want them to succeed.
0: But the thing yeah. is, is that you're not laughing at them; you're laughing with them. Yes. that's the difference mm-hmm. that we're going here. Agreed. But yeah, there's little you know little ticks and and things that these guys do. That, um, if you know metal and stuff, you'll pick up on it and you'll laugh. (laughs) Like,
1: name some. I'm sure I miss them all.
0: There was uh, just talking about, um, like, the the names of the band. Like, it has to be two words when they're trying to come up with a band name. Because uh, if you want, like, a more of a, uh, death metal kind of band, yeah, you give them two, two different words. Uh, but if you want to do, like, a more melodic metal band, then yeah, you'll put, like, four words in the name of your band. <laughs> so it's 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 funny, that part is, and then um, where one of the band members knows every single song there is, and the other guy starts playing these different songs, and he knows all of them already. And then he yeah. starts just playing a shitty tune on one of them, and he's like, he knew that band, too. So it was like...
1: <laughs> It, yeah, this I mean, they're all obscure to me, but that one was obscure even yeah, to me. Yeah, even right? to me, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, so this movie starts out with uh, our main character, and he's the lead singer of the band. His name is Turo, and he's riding his bike through his town in Finland, and uh, he's riding his bike to, like, this reindeer plant, and on his way there... Uh, people are making comments to him and everything, and he kind of just brushes them off, and uh, <laughs> he's, he, you kind of hear his inner monologue about it. And then he makes it to this uh, this reindeer slaughter house where he meets his friend uh, who have a family business slaughtering reindeer and selling the meat and blood. Uh, so Turo goes to the house. We meet Lodvanen. Who is the guitarist of the band, and he he kind of looks like a mixture of, of Bobby Blitz from Overkill and Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. So um, I know you don't know who the fuck <laughs> no, those people I'm are. i gonna
1: laugh and support you. I, I, know, I know, but uh, I'm hoping
0: people about. listening will get the picture <laughs> though, because I'm I'm sure I'm gonna throw out some uh, some different metal uh, little things out there. Uh, we also get to meet Posse, who is the bassist, and that's the guy who remembers every metal song ever made and he can name what it is he also works at a library too where he uh, mans the cd counter where people want to check out cds <laughs> and people ask for uh, like justin bieber so he gives them like some fucked up metal cd that they listen to <laughs> we then get to meet the, the last member of the band who is jinky and he's the the drummer he's kind of like a fat dude and he, during their first practice that we get to see him play and he dies for a minute, but then he comes back because he was choking on something. And that's kind of like <laughs> the joke the lead singer says when he's introducing all these different band members to, uh, to the audience. He's like, yeah, he's died before, but, you know, he's, he's, he's like one of the crazier guys of us. Um, <clears throat> so we see them playing, and actually, they're actually pretty good. Uh, I'm sure, the I think the lead singer's voice was dubbed. I don't think that was uh, okay. him doing it. But the sound of their music was really cool and it yeah. wasn't like some cheesy metal music like I thought they were gonna put in here. Mm-hmm. Luckily, a lot of the music metal music they do put in here is pretty good and it differs. Um, uh, later on in the movie, they meet some Vikings and they start playing some Viking metal And, so it, <laughs> and it's funny because uh, another thing that happens too is when they, um, when the band members you know finally uh, start writing their own music and everything, they uh they end up with their own name of what kind of metal they are, which I will come, which I will uh, talk yes. about in a minute. But
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of metal? It is. Now, how do you even know? I'm honestly asking, how do you even know if the singer was dubbed? Because in my experience, I've met like metal singers, mm-hmm. and they, like Brian Worth. Hey Brian, you were yeah. on our show. <laughs> he, his voice doesn't sound anything. His speaking voice doesn't sound anything like his singing voice. How can you even tell?
0: because uh, I did research on it that's why I oh, know, okay. <laughs> that it was the I believe it was um, this one guy ah, I forgot the bands he was in but he was a young I believe Finnish heavy metal singer and he's in a few bands okay so he's the one who actually did the voice and I don't know if the guys were playing the instruments or not but it okay. looked like they were so yeah, it was very it impressive
1: did. and I even liked this if you give me a little bit of melody I can handle the growling but
0: yeah you can Well, you can respect like the music, the yes. the, the first song that they come up with, mm-hmm. which we'll talk
1: about. Yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: so that's when we get to see where Turo works, and he works at a mental hospital. And the introduction of him working at the at the mental hospital is that he, uh, if you ever seen what was that risky business, I want to say, where yeah. Tom Cruise slides in, you know, and he's wearing the shirt and the mm-hmm. socks and the sunglasses and everything. Well, it starts out like that with Turo when he's cleaning the floor with his mop and they're playing the same song the old time rock and roll Mm -hmm. but it's a cover of like a death metal version (laughs) of it and he's fucking totally going off playing and cleaning and shit and then all of a sudden he looks over and like some metal patients are looking at him and clapping and stuff (laughs) (laughs) so I really I thought that part was kind of funny (laughs) covering that old time rock and (laughs) roll song (laughs) it's an
1: interesting cover yeah
0: exactly you should go on YouTube actually and look at like Britney Spears for example look at like uh, oops, I Did It Again, and in, when you're done writing Oops, I Did It Again, put metal version, and you'll find a metal version of, I am swear to God, any fucking song out okay.
1: there. Okay.
0: It's, yeah, just, oh, music is so weird, man. And uh, another thing, cool thing, too, I might have said it before on the podcast, is they actually did this for a movie. Uh, it's called um, Stretching Music, where you just stretch it longer, and it gives, like, this euphoric kind of celestial music. And they, <laughs> and they did it for uh, a Justin Bieber song and they stretched it out and it was just like, wow, it was like whales playing with each other. It was weird, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. So yeah, check out Britney Spears' metal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh,
0: and that's... And after our scene in the hospital, he's tasked with getting some flowers for one of the patients there and he stops by this flower shop that he usually goes to and he knows the woman who works there. Her name is Mia. Mm-hmm. And you can see that there's some chemistry between them and that they know each other and um there's a little spark. But unfortunately her boyfriend enters the store too and he's like a total douchebag. He has his own band. It's like a lounge act. It seems like so yeah. you can see it later on. It's really horrible. I don't
1: think it's her boyfriend. I think he's just like relentlessly pursuing her. Right, and she's right, She's sort right. of being worn down.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: She's clearly into Toro. <laughs> right, but yeah. she's
0: settling for this other douchebag because Toro right. is uh, one of the, a shy guy, and yeah. they have a cool little conversation too about like. Uh, she asked him, "Are you guys gonna play any gigs yet?" And he's like, "No. And the only reason I kind of got into metal is because I was." I was a shy. I was a shy person in school, so and that was a nice little, you know, yeah. Because that's what a lot of kids that's do. Every yeah. guy who's
1: into metal, right? yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, that's a nice little scene, and we find out that dude's a complete douchebag that's trying to pick her up, and he has his own like purple van. It looks like uh, it's the
1: date rape van. Yeah, oh, it, terrible. it looks.
0: Yeah, it looks. Like a, uh, just like a tour bus, kind of. Yeah. So and he's pimping that thing around, he pretty much tells Turo to go fuck off, don't come to the store anymore, I've been working on this girl for a long time. Yeah.
1: Like, breaking a horse. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I remember. (laughs) Breaking it? That's what he said? (laughs) Breaking a horse? No,
1: that's what it reminds me of. Oh, (laughs) okay. This isn't even a human being that you're pursuing. I mean, you're supposed to hate this guy, and it's easy to, very quickly.
0: Our next scene, we see that the band is trying to come up with, like, their own sound. so that's when the, um, when the guy who, uh, owns the, the deer place, or, or the son of the guy who owns the deer place, the, the guitarist, uh, what's his, name? Ledvonen, mm-hmm. actually, he's playing these different tunes on his guitar, and, like, the first one he plays is, uh, of Walk by Pantera, and the guy who knows every single song <laughs> starts, you know, naming all the songs he's trying to play on his guitar, and, like, he, yeah, it's the one part where he plays, like, the scratchy thing on his guitar. Yeah. And then the guy is, like, um, uh, Posse is his name. At, at this point in time, his name is Posse. You're right. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> the bass player. And he's, like, uh, it was, like, some obscure 80s grindcore metal band that he played. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's kind of, like, worn down by that. And the next scene, we get to see in. He's working in the deer shop. And he's, like, it looks like they're grinding reindeer into this machine to make reindeer meat. Yeah, like
1: sausage stuff. jerky or yeah. something, yeah.
0: And he's at the same time he's got this old school boombox hanging from the ceiling <laughs> and it keeps like skipping. So like he stops <laughs> paying attention to the deer that he's kinda grinding up and he leaves a knife into the deer and he goes to fix the boom box and the deer goes into the grinder and gets stuck and he can't pull it out but while he's trying to pull it out it's given this fucking weird metal-ish grindy kind of sound <laughs> coming out of it so he runs over to the phone and he puts it over to the to the the, the receiver up to the the, the thing and tells him like this is our new sound so all the guys come and listen to this machine that's still going off <laughs> that's still grinding the deer and they're like all right cool and then our next scene is where uh laughing starts with the riff and uh posse is like oh it doesn't sound like anything I've heard before. Uh, this sounds good. So, um, <laughs> so it's funny how they get their sound from yeah. grinding deer. Right. And their first song that they start playing is, is actually pretty badass. If you're like if you're a fan of metal, mm-hmm. then, yeah, this song's pretty badass. Um, they they play the shit out of this song. They record it, a demo, and then luckily, um, some promoter comes to the reindeer farm looking for reindeer blood. And that's where they get to introduce themselves to this promoter, and uh, that's where Posse tells them, uh, this promoter, what kind of metal they play. And so the kind of metal they play is symphonic, post-apocalyptic, reindeer grinding, Christ abusing, extreme war, pagan, fenoscandinian scandinian <laughs> metal.
1: And <laughs> he <laughs> says it. This is po- Posse. Posse, He says yeah. it several times. Yeah. So Posse
0: is is pretty much the best character in this movie. He's fucking hilarious, <laughs> man. <laughs> but
1: they're all great. Even Latvian. Yes. He's got like a sweet Billy Crudup from what's that movie? <laughs> oh God, what's that movie? It's where we when we discovered Kate Hudson. Wow, what is that movie called?
0: Ugh. I don't know. I don't want to remember because we. I've never, I've oh, never almost actually famous. seen it.
1: Thank you. Yeah, Ugh. he's got kind of a Billy Crudup from Almost Famous but He's just his smile is so sweet and excited. I don't know, <laughs> they're all likable.
0: So they give the car to the, the promoter, uh, and unfortunately, um, in the tape, the demo to the um, promoter, and unfortunately, reindeer blood splashes all over him, and he's kind of pissed <laughs> off. And the drummer, Jinky, has to go run after him, and he catches him. And he's like, "Hey, give us, you know." Let us know if we can join this festival that's happening up in Norway. So they're all pretty psyched about that, even though they ditched a bunch of reindeer blood on this dude. Um, And then when uh, our next scene takes us to Turo, he's going down the street on his bike because he doesn't have a car. Mm -hmm. And um, the girl he likes, Mia, comes up to him and they start talking and everything. And he kind of slightly mentions that he may be playing a show in Norway. And when he says that, the very next scene people are treating him very differently and he doesn't know why and they tell him like oh congratulations for getting a show in norway and he's just like oh shit (laughs) so the girl he told pretty much told the whole entire town about it and he and this is when the pressure on him starts to mount um
1: because she was excited because she likes yeah yeah Yeah. exactly she won
0: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's when we go back to Turo's job, and they have a new patient there. He's um, uh, a new mental patient that he has to check on. And when he does check on him, he gets attacked by this mental patient, and he starts choking him out, but luckily Turo was wearing his head- headphones on, and he was playing some metal, and he got to cover this mental patient's ears with this metal music, and he totally chilled out after that. <laughs> totally, you know, and of course this is going to play later on in this movie. Right. <laughs> So, um, this is, the next scene is where we, uh, we're, we're learning about what they're going to name the band. And, uh, that's where Posse is like, two words.
1: <laughs> Did you write down some of the names that they were uh, No, but about? they liked
0: a lot with butthole, rectum. Uh, rectums. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they ended up settling on impaled rectum. Mm,
1: but vomit was a big... Vomit was baby. another one. It's like, yeah, vomit's good. <laughs>
0: So they end up going to this bar where the uh, his name's Junie, I want to say the real shit bay, shit heel, wannabe boyfriend guy is playing with his band there. Mm-hmm. And you get to see how crappy this band uh. is, it's horrible. <laughs> People are just kind of lounging around. And when all these the metal dudes enter there, everyone starts cheering and clapping because they think they're, they're going to be going out of town playing in this big show. So Turo totally is kind of just letting this thing play through, hoping that they'll be able to play at some point in mm-hmm. time when this festival does hit up in Norway. But um, Mia's there and she gets Juni to book those guys at a later show so that they can play at this lounge where metal shows probably wouldn't happen usually uh, or any other rock kind of shows would happen at this club. Uh, so yeah, they get at least they get you know a gig finally. They do. Mhm. <laughs> So after that, they go and they need to buy a van because they need to ship all their shit around to Norway when they play this show. So they go to Juni to buy a van and he gives, (laughs) he ends up selling them this van that's killed two people or claimed two lives, uh, three (laughs) large animals, a clown (laughs) died in the front seat (laughs) and they call it the van of death or the death van
1: thinking it'll deter them and right. instead no like... they totally want this
0: metal ass <laughs> band and they peel ass out of there so it's just great <laughs> <laughs> and we go back to the hospital again where turo actually donates his drum set to the one guy who tackled and beat him up because he kind of felt a connection with them you know he liked metal music maybe mm-hmm. this will help this guy you know come to terms or, or help deal with his problems his mental problems so we get to see this this drummer totally kicking ass on the drums, like totally blowing everyone away. And then they have a nice little conversation. Um, the mental patient tells Turo, like, hey, you know, if you really want something, you need to go up and grab it. Doesn't matter if, you know, he gives the analogy of, of walking up to a lion eating its prey and mm-hmm. going up and just taking it from him and walking away and not really even engaging with them. So he kind of takes that to mind with how he's going to deal with things from now on and through that, he ends up asking Mia out. <clears throat> and because uh, <laughs> he he had a chance to do it and then he turned around and he thought about it. He's like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to be, you know, go up to this and steal the meat, I guess. hmm.
1: Or ask her out. Let's just yeah. call it that. And see. Yeah. You got the meat, all right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sticking to the analogy. Um, Give me stop. a break. All right. <laughs> so, but then he literally does it. I don't remember when. Yeah, he does it. That that
0: yeah, right there. Ask her out for coffee. No, no, no.
1: I meant when he literally steals meat from.
0: They steal meat. A Wolverine. Oh, oh right, 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 right. That's the, <laughs> that's uh, that's coming up. Um. So yeah, he instead of he has another point in time where he wants to you know show that he's ready to do this. He's ready to take control of his life. He jumps into a Wolverine cage <laughs> and steals the meat away from a wolverine and then he gets attacked which i didn't really find the scene all too funny no you know what's gonna silly. happen yeah, it's a exactly. puppet they
1: attach to him yeah and
0: this was kind of like the part where um i i, di- I didn't really like it all that much yeah. it was it was really silly didn't really keep with what the movie was giving you in comedy wise it right. wasn't so much slapstick until that time yet right. mm-hmm. and it really isn't all that slapsticky either but yeah, it, it kind of took me out just a little bit, but it, it brought me right back in to um, uh, where they take a picture for uh, their, their, uh, their still photo yes. for, <laughs> which is probably one of the best parts of the movie. So there's this camera that always ends up uh, giving tickets to Jinky whenever he drives through it. It's a speed trap camera, and it'll take a picture of your license plate, then you have to pay the fine or whatever. So uh, Posse has a great idea. He tells everyone to meet by the speed camera so that they can, you know, someone would speed by and they can take a picture of themselves. So when everyone joins in there, Posse isn't posse anymore he's Zitrax, <laughs> and he has corpse paint on and antlers and everything because he's reindeer metal right it's <laughs> or some cool reindeer paint grinding too. Metal. yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah corpse paint I taught you about that that's mm-hmm, like the did. white and black paint like a lot of these metal bands put on like death metal and uh, or mayhem likes the name of one of the bands that did it and tons tons of the different bands did the the corpse paint. One of my favorites, Demi Borgir, does it, or Borgir. Okay. They do that. Uh, so, yeah, he comes out, and uh, when I saw that, I was like, yes, this is perfect, <laughs> all right. And then um, uh, Jinky's like, all right, uh, we have to set this camera off, so he gets the death van and drives by, and then they take the picture. Uh, we don't get to see the picture just yet, though, So, but luckily we do get to see it later on.
1: But they save it, and I'm they glad save, they do, yes. yeah.
0: Um, so, finally, uh, they get to go and play at, at the club, And right before they're about to play, Turo gets a phone call from the guy who was going to buy, the promoter who was going to buy the reindeer blood. And he says that he liked them, but unfortunately there's no more room in the the festival for them. Hopefully next year, you know, keep getting better, get a hold of us some other time. So instead of Turo going out and telling his band members that it's off, he kind of just keeps going with it. Unfortunately, when he took this phone call, he was in the bathroom and didn't check the stalls, and Juni was in one of the stalls and mm. totally rats him out to everyone else later on in that scene. Because when they do start to play, Turo has, I mean, he's kind of shy, and instead of, you know, as soon as they start busting it into the metal and it's his turn to sing, he pukes all over
1: the mayor <laughs> which will be important later yeah exactly
0: and everyone's kind of really grossed out and even before then too when they start the riff people were like oh my god what are we I mean, like what do right. you expect you know their ears are like they're covering their ears and right they didn't
1: cool. know what kind of music it was yeah, yeah. come look
0: at the guys That's though true. do
1: some f- research geez
0: <laughs> internet for Christ's sake. yeah
1: saying. totally
0: so um, uh so yeah he ends up puking all over everyone uh that's their whole show which is pretty fucking metal show if you ask me <laughs> all around 30 seconds and someone gets puked on that's that's <laughs> metal of course uh and that's when everyone learns out too that they're not going to norway and um turo ends up leaving the band right after that show cuz i mean he's embarrassed cuz he puked all over the mayor <laughs> So, uh, but Jinky isn't ready to give up. This is his dream. This is the one guy who's been wanting to go on the road this whole time. Mm-hmm. And he isn't giving up. He's saying, "I'm going to Norway, and we're gonna, we're gonna play, no matter where. I don't care if it's in the parking lot or what." So, unfortunately, the death van was confiscated <laughs> by the police, and so Jinky's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go steal this van back." And uh, when he does that, he also sees the the photo of them that got taking a picture of when they 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 sped when they're doing their group photo so he takes that we still haven't seen it yet and he stole his van back from the police and he's driving back and uh what is it uh he's he's he meets up with that that uh the speed camera again yeah that's his nemesis is the speed camera (laughs) so he busts through it one more time about to get a ticket he laughs it off you're not paying attention to the road and he looks and then there's a reindeer in the road he swerves crashes and in the next scene we see that he's dead <laughs> the drummer yeah. of the band oh, dies drummer died <laughs> by a reindeer <laughs> nonetheless <laughs> um so their drummer's dead which i mean how are they gonna play now and right. turo's done with it and has pretty much just given up on heavy metal altogether he's like I have to grow up at some point in life. I need to, you know, grow up. Pretty much it. Mm -hmm. So he's cleaning up his apartment with all his posters in it. He's pissed off. The band didn't work out. His best friend is dead. And then Mia shows up, and she's like, Hey, um, what's happening now? And he's like, I quit the band. I gave up. And she gets really upset at him. And she's like, Hey, I, I got this from the police department, if you care, kind of thing. And she throws, like, this envelope at him. And it's the picture of them that they took. And it's one of the most metal fucking pictures of a band ever, dude. It's great. It is it's better than I even imagined. Yeah. <laughs> so if you watch this movie, man, you get this is probably one of my favorite parts, is when the the whole reveal of their their demo pictures. <laughs> so that really propels Turo into getting this band back together and just heading to tur- uh, heading to Norway. So he ends up picking up the two other guys. Um uh, posse or uh, Zitrax, as he's is now known <laughs> as, is working at the uh, library still. So they pick him up, pick up Levinen at the uh, the deer packing place. They drive and they go to the mental institution to go pick up the, the mental patient who knows how to play <laughs> drums. Now right. they pick him up, and then that's when the heavy trip starts. Which is a little misleading, because that's what I kind of thought the movie was going to be throughout the whole film, me for the too. most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it was, and it was an hour build-up to it, which I kind of like more. Me too. Because I was just thinking this is going to be one of those road trip movies.
1: Yeah. I was wrong
0: once again, so this movie proved me wrong many times. Mm-hmm. Which I'm happy I, I finally did get to see this movie and watched it, so it could prove me wrong. So thank you, Heavy Trip, for yeah. proving me wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, so... Our, uh, our guys, the van doesn't exist anymore, and uh, actually, Turo robbed Juni's van, the purple van that he has, <laughs> and he steals that and picks up everyone and is about to drive across the border when the, the sheriff, who is also uh, Mia's dad, mm-hmm. chases after the van, uh, the and he starts calling them terrorists, and he calls the, the border of, uh, to Norway and says that terrorists are heading that way to stop them. So once they're heading to the border, there's also a bachelor party. They're dressed up like, uh, just were they dressed up like?
1: They're dressed up like Middle Eastern terrorists.
0: Right? Was it Middle East? Well, yeah, I guess you could call. it. I Middle mean, they're Eastern.
1: wearing kefias, right?
0: Don't those are those the scarves? Like, right. Yeah. Are they wearing? I thought they were wearing turbans.
1: No, they're not or turbans. Scar- oh the, no,
0: not the not the scarves that hang off, but like the scarves where you kind of put it on top, and. Like one of those, or it's not
1: a turban. It's a kepp keppia, yeah, I think, is what you
0: call. Those, it. And it has like the little thing for the back, so the neck doesn't get, uh, yeah, burned. It's one of those. What's one of those shit? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, they're they're driving up to the border and they get mistaken. It's a bachelor party and they're dressed right. like that, mm-hmm. so they end up getting stopped. And there's almost like World War Three that happens between the 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 Finnish and Norway border, because they attack the wrong guys and they. Got some Minutemen and weekend warriors to protect a border because yeah, what kind? Of, what are the borders like in like Scandinavia? Yeah, yeah, like? yeah. yeah, what the fuck are those like? Uh, yeah, they're sh- non-existent
1: profiling. I'll tell you that. <laughs> what the one well, those, guy? <laughs> those guys were all wearing like fake. I don't know. It looked like they. Looked, were, yeah, what do you call those things bandoliers. Bandoliers. And they had like shotgun, yeah. but it looked right. like yeah. But it looked like yeah. So it's really the bachelor party that's racist, it's not right. so much.
0: So they, um, so they break through the border and they figure out that they got the wrong guys and, uh, the van gets stuck on the side of a mountain and that might be it for their whole trip to Norway is cut short because they didn't make it, Mm -hmm. um... Oh, what I forgot to mention too is that they actually dug up Jenky's corpse. Oh my god, coffin. we forgot.
1: Yeah, because had <laughs> yes. to go. They weren't going to leave without him. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs> he was part of the band, damn it. So they, they strap him to the top of the van. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so what happens next is that the, the coffin actually flies off the side of the, the cliff that they're stuck on. Mm-hmm. And then all the members just are like, fuck it, and they jump off the side too, thinking that they would die, and then they don't. They end up just in like a big thing of water and they end up on shore and they see Vikings for some reason. They're like, Oh shit, they're in Valhalla now, you know, they're thinking <laughs> that it might be dead. That's what Posse or Zitrax says. Yeah. Um, but they're actually just Viking cosplayers or LARPers. LARPers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they actually have a Viking ship and they escort them to the show in Norway and once they pull up, the promoter of that show goes up to him and is like, you know, you guys have broken through the... Uh, you guys are being called terrorists. You've broken through the border. Of course you're going to play this show. <laughs> so they give him a set to do and so they can finally perform. And then um, he announces them, uh, impaled rectum. <laughs> and they start to play. They get through with like, their first riff and it's Turo's time to sing again. And then he fucking pukes all over the front row once more and there's just silence going on everyone kind of slows up the music stops and then turo lets out this just big metal growl and everyone the band hits in through again and the people who got puked on start cheering yeah (laughs) they go (laughs) nuts and everyone's having a great time the vikings they're like uh the cops have been notified by then, so they enter this festival and they they want to arrest them, and then the Vikings help them out, because they have shields and stuff, they're blocking the police from entering the stage where they're, you know, playing, uh, they pull up the the coffin of Jinky, the drummer, up on stage, and he's fucking, <laughs> the, the coffin ends up falling over into the pit, and then they're, um...
1: And crowd surfing. Crowd, yeah, it ends up
0: crowd surfing, <laughs> and then, uh, um, the song's over, and then they're arrested, and that's pretty much the movie right there. Mm-hmm. They all leave kind of happy. and
1: Everything's going to be okay. Everything's
0: going to be all yeah. right. They might be in prison for a little while, but what the fuck's a Finnish prison going to be like?
1: Yeah, I mean, nah, they'll be fine.
0: I think uh, a lot of those, like, Scandinavian countries, I believe, like, the, lo- the longest sentence you can get for one crime is, like, 20-some years. And, like, Good. the prisons in there are fucking nice. You should watch, actually, the, um, there's that movie we were talking about, The Lords of Chaos. Oh, yeah. There's the documentary about Mm -hmm. that, and I believe it talks about the sentences there, about how long they are, and you get to see inside their prisons, and they're so nice. Jeez. (laughs) Oh, man, they're so bright and shiny.
1: I am interested in the documentary and the
0: the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot the name of the documentary. Someone tell me what it it is. I've I've seen it before. It was a while ago when I saw it. Mm Mm-hmm. Final grade for this movie.
1: i give it an A. I don't care about metal. (laughs) But I initially compared it to Spinal Tap, and I still kind of compare it to Spinal Tap. But Spinal Tap is meant... All those people, all those characters are meant to be a joke. Yes. And this... All these characters are human right. people. The the whole... It's it's like a love letter to metal. It to is. Me. Yeah.
0: It is, but it's very true, and it's very true to itself and, yeah. and how it's portrayed. Yeah, there are a couple silly parts in it, but all in all, I, I, I think it's very, very true to how a lot of metal people are.
1: Yeah, and, I think it's still respectful, exactly. Yeah,
0: and how some people treat metal people. Mm-hmm. Even though I think some scandinavian countries are just part of the country of of countries you know out in the country that they don't get technology right away they don't get the cool shit right away so mm. i'm sure they're behind in the times maybe but uh yeah this was a, a cool movie i give it uh, a name uh, minus why
1: the minus
0: uh there is just some like the stupid part with the wolverine yeah
1: and, that was dumb
0: But yeah, I I give it a name minus. It was was really funny, and any person who's in the metal should check this out. It's not making fun of it. It's it's really good. Yeah. There's only one death in this movie. uh, That was the drummer, and uh, no breasts, no penises. Uh, But yeah, that's about it.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's like it is making fun of the metal genre, yes. but, but like Hot Fuzz is making fun of Jerry Bruckheimer movies, right? Like, right. It's still I love Jerry Bruckheimer movies, and I'm gonna make a parody of them. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: they didn't make these guys stupid or yes, anything. Thank exactly. God. I thought they were gonna mm-hmm. make them all stupid, and they didn't at all. They're pretty intellectual. Well, at least. Uh, posse is he's the one who knows all the songs yeah and stuff. i'd
1: say they all are yeah the, it. it's got heart
0: yeah, yeah. there are uh, you liked all the characters mm-hmm. all the band members you liked all of them they're all pretty cool and they all had their little quirks that you liked so uh i say definitely check this one out yes uh you definitely check this one out and that should do it for us this episode i have actually i have the next four four or five movies lined up for the movie of the week coming up
1: mine's coming up soon yeah it's coming
0: up soon so uh, we got some interesting ones we have action adventure some more action prime a bunch of new stuff coming up so please check us out and we will see you later
1: thanks for listening